Hello, I'm Christian James and this is the Inside Stories from the MPA podcast. It's the podcast for Manchester's Publicity Association. This is where you get to hear about all the stuff that matters to you in the communications industry right here in Manchester. And welcome to What's Up, What's On. It's an episode that's all about keeping you up to date with the latest news and events. I'm joined by Cindy Simmons, our Managing Director, and she can tell you a few things that are going on at the MPA in terms of events. But first, let's take a look at some industry news. So, there is so much going on, it is really hard to know where to start. You and I were at the Manchester International Festival launch last week. Yeah, yeah. That doubled up as uh, the factory, that amazing factory space launch. That definitely needs a mention, I think. Then... Manchester's bid to become a recognised child-friendly city. Definitely got to get onto that bit. But I think perhaps that Atomic Kitten star joining the Real Housewives of Cheshire. Which one? Got to start there, <laughs> surely. That, I mean, isn't... Not so sure. Or is it just me? Okay. Maybe not that last one, Cindy. But let's go with something that definitely hit the, the news on Friday, which was the demise of the Silicon Valley Bank, SVB. It's so relevant to so many of our fintech businesses, the tech businesses, the digital businesses within within Greater Manchester. Yeah. You know, that th- this hit our our channels on Friday and members of our association, quite rightly, and I'm not kind of I sound like a rubbernecker here, don't I? That you know, but it was it I thought it was a real testament to the growth of the MPA. At the same time, I'm like thinking, oh blimey, that this is such a significant topic of conversation for businesses here from something that's happened over there in uh, the good old US of A. I just think that's a, it is a sign of how far the MPAs come and how far Manchester's come that something like this is so significant to them. I think it's, it's an interesting thing that has, you know, rattles a few people's um, cages in terms of, it's a bit of a sort of wake up call that something so bold and brash as Silicon Valley and all that's been spoken of it in the Silicon Valley Bank and, you know, it's been bigged up over the years and I suppose, you know, we always looked on and awe in that whole thing that's going on over there, but actually then it's rocked to its core. I think it's probably made people feel a little uneasy. Yeah, well, they definitely, they definitely, Friday was uncertainty and unease and lots of people checking in with, and that was the other great thing, I think, that you could see loads of people checking in with each other, you know, those... I don't want to mention names because, you know, a lot of these businesses are highly sensitive, but checking in with each other, I thought that was great to see that community getting together. And then no doubt a load of sleepless nights over the mm-hmm. over the weekend. It does seem to be, you know, we've come into Monday morning and all those late nights seem to have paid off and it's being presented as very much business as usual and, you know, no need to worry here. And I certainly get that sense from members that they're all feeling like this was just one banking option within many options and, you know, it's business as usual. I hope it's the case. Obviously, I hope it's the case, but I just thought it was interesting to say the least that Manchester was a very, very much a part of this global story. It said a lot, I think, for what's going on in the tech space. Absolutely. Okay, so let's drop into the next topic. And this one involves our co-host for the podcast, Lisa Morton from Roland Dransfield. And this is about the city's ambition to become a child-friendly city. So we're going to hear from Lisa on various podcasts in the future, but I love the fact that she is behind 
not on our own. I mean, she's a force of nature, but not on our own. There are so many people in the city getting behind Manchester's aim to become a child-friendly city. I think that's amazing. And what do they mean by what do they mean by them? Ah, you see, and I think that's the question. And I think certainly from what Lisa was outlining, there are the great and the good, city council, people like Lisa and the Roland Dransfield team, and many, many others. I think Diane Modell was involved. She's involved in so many amazing things. So that you have to demonstrate, and I think this fits really well with some of the work that the guys, the DNI team are doing as well. You have to demonstrate that kids in Greater Manchester have their talents recognised in a you know really diverse and interesting ways, really creative ways. And what the city has done really well to sort of start this process is they've done a load of events and a load of ways that kids can just demonstrate what they're brilliant at. And they don't conform to the traditional academic structure. They've set up loads of really interesting ways for kids to demonstrate their creativity. I think that's amazing. I think it's one that we we should get behind. And I'm sure Lisa will tell us more about it in, in the weeks to come. And I thought the, the final one is the Manchester International Festival that we were really lucky to be invited to the launch of. Like, what was the what was the the building that it was in? New Century Hall. New Century Hall, which was the old one of the old co-op buildings, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing space. Doesn't look like a co-op building anymore, does it? It was very inspiring, wasn't it, in terms of its um, overall look. I mean, it felt like it was in a nightclub at half past nine in the morning, but, you know. At half past nine in the morning. It felt like... I, I felt like we were amongst the glitterati, and the um, the sort of style set. And I did have some slight imposter syndrome on the morning, but the the events, I mean, like, just how have they got those mind blowing world class people coming yet again to yeah. to our city? If you haven't been on the Manchester International Festival website, if you just Google that, just yeah. fill your diary overflowing with culture and inspiration i think that'll last you for at least two years and that's a good job because it's only every two years isn't it i think okay so that's the what's up bit over it's time to talk what's on with cindy cindy have you got some events you want to talk to us about in terms of the mpa upcoming stuff definitely definitely it's been a great few months i mean i'm sure most members will now and non-members will know we've launched our call for entries for the awards mpa inspiration awards but we want as many entries from agencies within greater manchester as we possibly can we'd like to really break the record this year we've got some new categories and we're recognizing not only university students but actually making a point of recognizing college students so kind of separating that out so people feel they have a fair a fair opportunity to enter so it's really good and really pleased at how it's shaped up and some great work from uh, our support agency, Clear, who are our event partner. And they've been cracking as usual. And not, of course, forgetting poor old Jenny, who does all the back end of it, which is a nightmare to kind of pull together the entry forms and, and all those kind of things. So big shout out to Jen as well. And if you want to enter, either email me, cindy at mpa.org.uk. Or jump on the website, all the details are there, mpa.org.uk, and click on awards. And you've got the entry form there, and it's a, it's a great di- digital entry form, so you can actually log on, start your entry, save it, and go back in as many times as you want to. So it's not like you've got to kind of finish it there, and then you can log in, log out, log in, log out. So that's great. And also for members, don't forget, of course, your first entry is free for members. 
And then obviously there are some categories that are also free to enter, such as a freelance hero, student and college as well at entrance. So it's it's a really good and good awards and it's great to celebrate the inspiration of the city. And then we've got the AGM and that's been kindly hosted by Jeff at MMU. And then quickly on the back of that is the Prevent Breast Cancer Charity Netball Tournament next Thursday, 30th, at the Sugden Centre, again, an MMU facility. So that's March for you. So, yeah, it's been a busy old time. So then we're, we're cracking on then with other events, getting into planning. And um, we're talking to various people about another business lunch, which we're looking forward to getting that off the ground in spring. And we'll be releasing tickets soon for the summer barbecue at Duke's 92. So lots kind of coming up hard on the back of what we've just uh, just talked about. So it's good. It's good fun. So, Cindy. Is that what they call a wrap? I think it's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. And I think Darren, you know, Darren was in the first episode. Oh, God, yeah, Darren Proctor. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's great, isn't he? Lovely man. Lovely shoes. He will be quaking in his boots when he's heard the professionalism that we've put into this second episode. Well, don't, don't give up think? the day job. That's all I'll say, Christian. <laughs> Just yet. Brilliant. Thanks, Cindy. Yeah, cheers, Christian. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside Stories from the MPA, Manchester's Publicity Association. You'll hear from us again in a month's time. This podcast was produced by Purposeful Podcasts. If you want to build a community around your business or your brand, please do get in touch with the team at purposefulpodcasts.com. Please remember to rate and review this podcast. That way, more people will get to find out about us. And if you know people who aren't in the MPA but might be interested in joining, do share this podcast with them too.